Happy Sunday. Happy trails to you. And I don't know the words, huh? You're going to have to sing <laughs> the whole Until we meet again. Uh, yeah. Well, that was one of my favorite songs growing up by uh, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. I think at a certain age, I probably was going to marry Dale Evans. I think I was in love with her. <laughs> of course, she was married to Roy. That would have been a complication. But That's funny. You know, to a three or four year old, it's not quite understood. A lot yeah. of things are not understood. But no, but they're fun things. Oh, like, yeah. Well, you're learning so much at that age, you know, and your parents are constantly entertained by you, I'm sure. Well, yeah. And and sometimes other members of the family. I remember on one trip when we lived in Flint and we made a trip up to West Branch to visit my dad's parents. And, of course, they lived on the farm and they had lots of farm animals and lots of things going on. And, of course, I was a little guy. I think my brother Dave was still like an infant in diapers. He couldn't walk around, but I could walk around, and I did a lot of it. And uh, fortunately, there were lots of fences, so I couldn't get too far. But I was always fascinated by the cows and watched my grandpa work and watched him milk the cows. And one particular weekend, Mom and Dad were talking about leaving on a Sunday afternoon and heading back to Flint because my dad had to work. And uh, Aunt Geneva, my grandma's sister, was there with her husband, Leo. And they had to get back to Flint because Uncle Leo, I think, worked at one of the auto company shops there. And so they said, well, we're not going back for a while. And so when I protested about leaving too soon, I wanted to stick around and see the cows some more or hang out on the farm. And so they said, we'll bring you back. And uh, so my folks, you know, being a young couple, they were still in their 20s, I think, said sure. So they headed back to Flint and left me behind. And at a certain stage, uh, Leo and Geneva got in the car and I climbed in the back seat. Off we headed to Flint. And as I recall, and I don't recall quite all the details, but I've heard this story so many times over the years that I now can tell the story with some authenticity. And uh, I was standing on the hump on the floor of the back seat, leaning over the front seat, looking at all the proceedings and listening to the adults talk. And this was my normal mode of operation because I was still learning a whole lot about the world. And I uh, listened very intensely as they were talking about my grandpa's cattle. There were some cattle along the side of the road that were at one of the farms somewhere north of Bay City, somewhere around Standish. The comment went to, well, I think those cows are very much like Ben's. Ben was my grandpa. And I paid close attention to everything my grandpa said and did. At a certain stage, Uncle Leo said, now I wonder just what's the difference between the black ones and those that are black and white. And Ann Geneva said, I don't know. But I piped up from the back seat and says, well, I know. They said, you do? And I said, yeah, the black ones are the bastards and the black and white ones are the sons of bitches. <laughs> I, well, it, it was uh, 
something I had heard my grandfather say before. <laughs> many times, it, I bet. Many times. It seemed pretty descriptive because he had two separate words for the cows that were out there. <laughs> and I was pretty sure that since they were um, all black ones and black and white ones, that it just made sense to my three or four year old mind. Oh my gosh. And Aunt Geneva loved to tell the story as my grandma did once she heard about it. But the uh, story that Aunt Geneva tells is that Uncle Leo was laughing so hard he had to pull over to keep from running off the road. <laughs> So, Dennis, this week coming up is April 1st. Yes. What tricks have you got planned? <laughs> April Fool's Day. Yeah. I remember, and I'm not much of a practical joker. I don't personally get into them too much. But one year, we really pulled a great practical joke on you. Well, I'm still trying to get over the trauma. <laughs> I remember Joseph and I got home from school and work and my next door neighbor, John, was across the street and he came over and was laughing and he wanted to tell us about something that happened to him at work. And he worked at a local parts factory and they put together air conditioning units or something like that. And he was in charge of the parts. He was the parts manager and he had to go to the parts bin to get something that day when he pulled open the bin there looked like what to be dog poop in the bin. Well, he pretty much figured out quickly that it wasn't actually real poop, but it was pretend, but he got a good laugh out of it. So he did a turnaround and, you know, did it to somebody else at the company or whatever. So, but he was telling Joe and I the story and we both were laughing. And I said, John, I have to have that poop because Dennis is totally freaked out by dog poop. Even if it's outside, Dennis is like on poop patrol. He'll tell me where other dogs have gone to the bathroom in our yard and that it needs to be picked up. And he wouldn't, you know, you would never pick it up. That was... Well, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> paralyzed. By dog poop. By the idea of it. <laughs> I mean, my idea is that you shouldn't have to pick up after your pets. If you really had a good pet, it would pick up after you. <laughs> So funny. Well, we got a hold of that dog poop, and Joseph and I cooked up that we would leave it someplace where we know you would find it when you came back from came home from work. So we put it in the master bedroom on your side of the bed, like near the nightstand, where you always took your shoes off and and uh, got into your comfortable clothes for the evening. So you came home, and I remember. You you didn't go back there. For some reason, you, you didn't go back to the bedroom. I don't know if we had something planned. We were going to do something. But for some reason, you never went back to the master bedroom. <laughs> so I finally said to you, hey, Dennis, would you go back and grab my purple coat out of the closet? Because it was near the closet. And you said, sure. So you went back there and you came back with a green coat. And I said, no, Dembo, I'm looking, which was on the edge of the bed. So you had no reason to like go down and, you know, sit on the bed or whatever. I said, no, honey, I really want my purple coat. And it's in the closet. And you're like, oh, okay. So you went down there. Well, you know, minutes later, you hadn't come back yet. So, and we didn't hear anything. Like you didn't say, oh my gosh, or whatever. You're like, you didn't freak out or anything. It was dead silence from the back room. So finally, Joseph and I went down the hall and we find you with your nose about six inches from it with your hand wafting it, trying to see if there's a scent. You were looking at it to try to determine, is this real or what is this? 
And we just started laughing so hard. It was just, it was precious. <laughs> well, I wasn't laughing too hard because just a few months before, I had awakened in the middle of the night to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and came back. And when I took off my slippers, I thought, oh my gosh, my breath smells horrible. <laughs> and so I said, well, no, wait a minute. That's my shoes. <laughs> and the dog had crapped. And I stepped in it. And I'm holding the my sandal, my slipper, with dog poop on it up to my nose. And I'm saying, no, it's not my breath. It's just dog crap all over my... I ended up throwing them away. So I was still not over that trauma. <laughs> And Lois That's and so Joseph funny. thought they would have fun at my expense. And I've got to tell you, I'm still planning to get even. Are you? Oh, yeah. my. We'll look out then. Revenge is best served cold. Oh, so <laughs> funny. All right, Dumbo. Well, that's going to close off this Sunday's segment. And we'll look forward to talking again next Sunday, which will be Easter Sunday. Easter. Well, I hope we see the Easter bunny. Yeah. Sounds good. Good night, my love. Love you. Kisses. <laughs>